Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, everyone. This episode is called... Recon. Which is a very appropriate title for a Sawyer episode. Yes. Recon. Dun, dun, dun. Uh. <laughs> yep, I, I didn't want to make it obvious beforehand, but... <laughs> anyway, uh, Janelle, what do you think? It's been a while since we have a Sawyer episode. What did you think of this one? I found myself thinking, oh, well, I've missed Sawyer. Kind of. <laughs> I get the sense that in Island Time, Sawyer is doing what he does, which is con people. He's trying to pull the wool over both Smoke Monster and Widmore's eyes. And I I will be a little surprised if he succeeds, because can you pull the wool over the eyes of the man in black? So I'll be curious to see how that plays out. And I thought the flash sideways was very interesting. And fun, especially at the beginning, seeing him as a uh, L.A. Police Department cop with Miles as his partner. <laughs> uh, that took you by surprise, didn't it? It did. That was a very fun surprise. But I, I felt like a lot of it held water, but wasn't quite as hit you in the chest as Dr. Linus was. True. I think that's a pretty accurate assessment. This one is a little all over the place. I mean... On one hand, focusing on a completely different set of characters. Well, I guess Man in Black was in the last episode. But otherwise, everyone was completely separate from the last one. But in terms of, like, thematic, not quite as strong as the last one. But not everyone's going to be a Dr. Linus. And working through a lot of, like, temple aftermath between... True. Which is, you know, you have to do, but it's hard to hold it all together. When you're doing, you're doing a Claire thing, a little Saeed, and then you're doing some, some backstory for Man in Black, and then some Widmore stuff. Well, and I mean, the other downside about this sort of con-heavy episode is you're never quite certain how much of what's being said you mm-hmm. can actually trust. Yeah. Like, even what Man in Black said about his history is like, was well, that true? Or is he just making that up? Is Claire really sorry? Or is she just... You, yeah. You, once you start questioning certain things, you start questioning a everything. Lot, everything, which is unfortunate about the whole, these con episodes. So, let's just, as you mentioned about what's Man in Black telling true truth, he's so interesting in his presentation but he's always like i'm sorry that happened to you and he's like a counselor for everyone yeah when he breaks up kate and claire he's almost like a dad pulling apart two kids and it just it's weird to try to figure out how to read that yeah and that was the that was the both interesting and somewhat frustrating thing of what i don't remember even the first watch through is that you don't know how to read fake lock mm-hmm. you have no touch point yet yeah. You don't get it till very, very late. And even now, I mean, some of it is a little and I still am- don't know. Am- ambiguous. Yeah. I mean, from what I remember, and it's been a while, but from what I remember about Across the Sea, what he said about his mother and all I think that that's stuff true. is accurate, but he's so vague about all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. like so generally speaking, like, uh... And I do think some of the stuff he's saying to say Locke, and not in the Locke, to Kate and other, is not... I think he's a... I mean, he pulled the long, longest con on the island. Right. I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot that he's saying just to engender trust yeah. that mm-hmm. is not... So it's very accurate. hard to read them. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting they kept them, pulled them aside. I I still wouldn't trust them any further than I could throw them yeah. at this point. And, and, and Sawyer doesn't either. <laughs> no, and Sawyer doesn't either. He's It's interesting to watch Sawyer this episode. He... I'm not sure he trusted Zoe even from the beginning mm. of all this. He was asking her some very pointed questions and even, yeah. What did you think of Zoe when, when we first saw her? I was fooled. Oh, were you? <laughs> yep, I was. I guess thinking 
about it. It seems a little unrealistic that this one woman who seems a little flustered would be the sole survivor on, on this plate where it... She just happened to be away when everyone else and you showed up and, yeah. Something. But I wasn't thinking about that in the moment, mostly because she just looked scared and flustered. Mm-hmm. But yes, I I was fooled. Is she with... Uh, yeah, yeah, she is. Never mind. Yeah, she's with Woodmore. Uh-huh. Now, do we... I mean, I believe I know. Do we know... Who killed all those people? The Ajira people? Yeah. I don't... Actually, honestly, I do not remember. Okay. I'm, not I'm, assuming, I'm assuming it's... Like, Woodmore was insinuating that it was Smoke Monster. And that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. But. I mean, it also makes sense... I would. I also believe Woodmore would do it, because he sent people to do it before. Well, yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'm not 100% there, there's one though, Yeah, you're right. The problem with this episode is that there's no one thing to be like, I know this is true. Mm-hmm. Outside, you know, Sawyer told each of them, and then he told Kate, "Well, we're going to just filing it." So he's telling the truth at the end. But that's all you mm-hmm. really know for certain, right? And that's a little unfortunate. Yeah, I'm not sure that was the intention. I mean, I, I remember one of the good things about that at the ending, because when Sawyer first agreed to go with Man in Black, Fake Lock, like, don't don't do that. When you see that he's trying to play both sides against each other, like, all right, that's the Sawyer we know and love. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's at least a little better. He's not completely throw, abandoning people and humanity and <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah, we'll it's yeah we'll see how that works out for him. So a sideways just connection. So we saw um, Charlie's brother. Oh which yes, is nice. He's that, there's yep. the, so Charlie's around somewhere in the sideways. Mm-hmm. And then we saw Kate. We saw Kate. And then, and and then Miles mentioned his dad being in charge of the museum. Oh, ha, I missed that. When was that? What are you saying up uh, Sawyer with Charlotte? Charlotte. Of He's all like, people? Okay. you know, she works with my dad at the museum, is what he says. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Which I believe we see his dad at the museum later. Huh. We have a museum scene. Okay. Which I think Charlotte works obviously works with the museum in some way. Yeah, archaeologists. That, that, whole con- that whole connection is just weird, but. Yeah, I, I don't know what why they decided to put Charlotte in this one. Uh, although I always feel like they, they felt bad. I sometimes felt like they really liked the actress and wanted to work more with her, but. It, just, she, it didn't work out very well yeah. earlier, so maybe that, like, hey, we'll give her a fling with Sawyer, I guess. <laughs> Good way to get her in, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of random. They're it probably was. like, well, what girl have we not put Sawyer with yet? <laughs> I guess. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. I was just thinking, part of what felt a little bit less tightly woven about this episode was, I almost feel like Sawyer's thing is a little hard to pin down. Or like he's got several mm. things. Or, or like what... Since Sawyer had, had already improved so much on the island, what is it... What does he need to be cleansed of in mm-hmm. purgatory or whatever it is? And the, the things seemed to be telling the truth and do you want to die alone? Mm. Or like being the lone ranger mm-hmm. that he is. Yeah. Yeah, Sawyer's arc has been weird because, like, his best self was with Juliet and Dharma. And then it's like he's regressed in some ways back to season, I don't know, not quite one. But not, not quite one because he's he is looking out for, for both. Like two and a half, three. <laughs> yeah, he, he's definitely still trying to protect his people. So I would say kind of a, yeah, yeah, maybe even end of three. But I think you're right, Janelle, that it's, yeah, it's not quite as easily compacted. But yeah, the telling the truth and die alone. And I guess the other problem here, it almost feels like his sideways story is not complete yet. 
It, yeah, like it came, it came to a stopping, sort of a stopping point, but it got interrupted by Kate running into the, his car. Kind of like so, like Saeed in some ways stopped halfway through. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, which is it's fun. It seems like in the later, second half of the season, then some of these sideways things start combining and gets really. Mm. Does Miles have one later? I don't think so. Okay, I mean, I, if I remember right, the I mean, I know later on there's a lot more blending of the sideways and mm-hmm. it becomes much less about focus on one person kind of more them interacting oh boy but i don't remember exactly I, how much more of sawyer's stuff we get here I, I thought it was a little interesting i don't know if it was on purpose but when um charlotte does the like no tell me the truth you know it, it was almost like almost like she was outside or something like there's ever, later on there's a couple people who like kind of know mm-hmm. they're in the sideways and push people yeah, I don't know that's going on. Not there. It just it just had that. It, yeah, I don't think it did. But it just remind me of later on we have some people who kind of mm-hmm. know more than everyone else. Yeah, it is kind of a funny touch. Sawyer watching Little House on the Prairie. Like yeah, they yeah. Men- they mentioned. Remember what was that? Was that season five, four? I, w- I would have thought earlier. I thought oh, it was yeah. like a, there was an early conversation where he was quoting it. And Kate was like, "Little House on the Prairie, yeah. really?" And yeah. It's like I had mono. I was stuck in TV with. In the, uh, in yeah, he's TV. so he's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was. I wonder how they how lo- how many episodes of Little House on the Prairie they had to dig through to pick out a, a perfect. Clip I know. For I know. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Tim, here's what we need to figure out. What is Widmore's deal? Like, I can't ever pin down. I mean, Ben's easy to pin down as far mm-hmm. as his interaction with the like. What is he is, here on the is, island is, to do? Is Widmore just on his own, or is he working for one of the two sides? Oh, you know, we kept arguing that even back when he was trying to help Locke get back. Uh, do we even know? Does he even care? I don't know. I don't know. You, hmm. I, I guess don't know we'll, we know yet. Well, I mean, the fact that he they're setting up pylons, I would say, I mean, is a good indication that he's not working for Man in Black. Yeah. Yeah. We had that guess at one point, I thought, in back in season four. Oh, did we? Did we that, speculate about something that? Something like that. It's it's possible, but I guess this would seem to deconfirm that. So, do you remember? Who, do you remember what's in the locked door? I remember what's in the locked okay. door. Yes. Okay. I don't know that I would. I my suspicion, and we'll see how this pans out. My suspicion is Winmore was always out for himself. Yeah, I, I think you're there. I think you're right there. I don't know that at this point he cared all that much about Jacob. I think you're right there. I mean, in some ways, Ben's actually more loyal to the island, mm. and Woodmore's almost more like the oil tycoon sort of like yes, the the evil capitalist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the economist. The economist. There you go. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Well, not yeah. Good job. Good pull. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, we only had a little Saeed, but it was kind of sad. Yeah. He, like, are you okay? No. And he just kind of watches <laughs> melancholy as Kate and. Claire fight for to the death. Yeah, briefly to the pain. Does Woodmore have a musical theme? I was wondering about that when they were approaching the sub. I don't know. I don't know that one. I guess I part. I partly was thinking that because I, I have something I forgot to mention last episode. How like during the conversation between Ben and Alana, how you heard like strains of Ben's theme, except it was less creepy and more. Oh, I love Ben's theme in all he, versions. He added it was an interesting thing because usually Ben's theme is like that. Nah, 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 but this was yeah. like. Da, 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 da. I don't remember how it was. I couldn't do it. Michael Giacchino is fun. Yeah. I was going to say I thought yeah, thinking about Sawyer's flash sideways again. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They're pulling on the or one of. So your central things is the his history with the scumbag Anthony Cooper. Uh-huh. And it felt strange to me because 
I felt like he dealt with that back in season three when he killed Anthony Cooper. <laughs> like that that was the he dealt with it. He finished it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like through the course of what proceeded to happen that he didn't need to deal with any more of that stuff. So it just felt interesting. And so, they were digging that up again. Yeah. Jack's father issues, they hadn't gotten resolved, so he was carrying them into a relationship with his son. But Sawyer, I mean, unless he's still holding on to that because he killed the guy and that's what killing the guy does. I mean, it's, it is interesting. In most cases, when we hear about a revenge story, you're not just satisfied with killing a person. I mean, like, it didn't really solve Saeed's problem, taking revenge on all the people who were responsible for Nadia's death. Mm-hmm. But then we never really saw a lot more him dealing with that after the fact. It became Sawyer's story became about other things. So, yeah. Maybe it's just, you know, if we say one of his issues, trusting people, opening up, not being alone. Even though we work through that in life, maybe that's still the root of all those issues. Mm, sure. And so maybe it just manifests. I mean, we're trying to work in whatever this sideways logic is. But maybe that's the... Yeah. In this version, Sawyer's routes to finding... The other Sawyer, Anthony Cooper, was instead of becoming a con man, he became a cop, mm-hmm. which is an interesting choice and a more legitimate way of doing investigations. But there was still in certain moments that like self-loathing that Sawyer sometimes deals with, like when, when he smashes that mirror, when he smashes that mirror, he's like, it's kind of a sign of him hating himself, which is, it is interesting. You think that doing a more honorable career with your ability to lie, you would not have that. But, uh, yeah, it, it is, maybe it's survivor's guilt. Maybe it's hating what, where he, his background, where he came from. I don't know. There's, I guess there, there are more layers that you could, that could be unpeeled there, but he tends, he tends to forget his self-loathing when he is with someone, when he has that connection. Mm-hmm. Well, because he went back to self-loathing once Juliet died. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. He needs someone else. Yeah, he really does. And probably not the best idea to go back to someone you just had a one night stand with. He probably should have go, gone straight back to his <laughs> made, made amends with his partner first. Yes, exactly. Which he did, luckily, eventually. Yes, yes. You Miles is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun pairing. Yeah. <laughs> they are literally buddy cops. <laughs> I remember a lot of people wanted to see a Sawyer Miles buddy cop TV show yep. spinoff. <laughs> Which I don't think has ever happened. But anyway, yeah, that was Recon. So we'll see. Uh, Sawyer is trying to play both sides against each other and just wants to get off that dumb island. More forces are coming into play here on the board. We'll see where this all goes. Meanwhile, be sure to subscribe to The Weekly Hijack on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, which is probably more commonly known as now. It'll always be iTunes in our hearts. Yes. (laughs) As well as Stitcher and Spotify. And also check out our main podcast, The Real Trains of Thought, where we talk about all manner of storytelling for the creator and the consumer. Anything else, Nick? I think that's it. Okay. Anything else, Janelle? Nope. All right. We'll wrap it up here. Thanks for listening. Till next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And this is Janelle. Bye-bye. Adios.